the song arise Oh, let our voices cry He's the God of miracles Just watch and see what God can do Well, hey, everybody. We want to welcome you to the podcast once again. <laughs> I'm Steve's my wife, Sean, and we are here with the Irwins. Yes. Yay. And they are a vocal group. Uh, Southern gospel is the genre that has been labeled and, you know, on the Grammy that you will hopefully win at some point here. Crazy. But um, <laughs> you are all exciting. siblings. That's yeah. right. And so yeah. ministry, you all still get along. Yes. Somewhat, sometimes. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it depends on what day it is. Honestly, yes. we're you still, still love Jesus. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes, of course, of course, of course, yes. through it all. You're raised on a bus traveling across the country, so we are. We definitely have our respected times. We know to close the monk curtain. Enough is enough. Yes, for sure. But most days we're good. Today you're having a good day. Today's a good day. Y'all picked a good day. Y'all picked a really good day. We have. It can change at any time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I know for a lot of worship families, they're involved as a team in worship ministry, and you know, even going back. The Old Testament biblically, like the Levites, it was a it's certain a family. family. Right. Yes. And so I think for all of us as worship leaders that have kids involved in ministry, you're just like, will they love each other? Will they love Jesus? Yes. Once this is all over. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, it's encouraging just to see that you guys are here and uh, no. getting out of the car, you can tell uh, no. it's all going well. So um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. What is life like, ministry life? like as a family how have you overcome some of those challenges you can tell on mm -hmm. each other a little bit oh, no. <laughs> how long is the podcast <laughs> as long as we need man. Oh. Well, we like chris said we've been doing it all of our lives our dad is an evangelist he still mm -hmm. travels and preaches a lot um we still even do some revivals with him throughout the year wow. where we'll sing a few songs before he preaches and mom used to travel with us more than she does now because of health conditions um but dad still preaches you know he's doing better than ever we love singing before he does 47 that. years. That's right. Wow. 47 years. Oh my goodness. Years. Yeah. In fact, 47 years of ministry? Yes. 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 Come on. He, yes. he will. And wow. the thing is, dad traveled by himself until he was 38. He didn't even get married until he was 38 years mm -hmm. old. Yeah. Uh, travel. He got called to preach at age 20 and he met our mom, soon uh, to be mom at 37. Wow. Uh, so 17 years before he even met his wife. And then yeah. he got married a year later, and we just grew up on the road with him. And, yeah. and our mom, like she said, was usually on the road with us that whole time. And, wow. And uh, we grew up in a van, a mm -hmm. raised roof van, the first 12 years of our lives. <laughs> and then, of course, we grew out of that. And, right. Uh, and we got a, God gave us a bus, and, and we, we've gone. Wow. Uh, Raised all their lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, homeschool so, and everything. Yeah, that's how our kids are. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. good. That's our people. That's yeah. right. Really that's right. That's good. It's that's therapy awesome. for us. If not, yeah. yes. <laughs> to hear some good stories here. Yes. So talk about that relationship of ministering. Your parents obviously have a call and a vision, and mm. then you're trying to come alongside of that. And how did you find? What do they want to sing beforehand? And how do you take your personal preferences and? and mold yeah. that into a greater purpose and call. Yeah, well, our parents obviously never pressured us to, to do anything. They always said, you know, it's your calling on individual lives. Uh, Keith had multiple scholarships for basketball, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I did. I was uh, thankful to have a basketball uh, stint through high school and beyond. I could have, and, but God really, you know, 
put this desire in our hearts individually. Yeah. And I think it's very important that you're, you know, it's so important that your parents will guide you through that stuff, but you got to have a calling on in your life. And yeah. I feel like we've all accepted that calling and we're, you know, God has uh, blessed us to be able to do what we get to do. Uh, travel and sing and they yeah. get to do it with siblings is even it's greater so yeah, yeah. and as, as keith said that's a personal call but honestly because it has just been so natural and cohesive for us to sing yeah. together musically that the yeah. ministry part and the choice to continue on with this was very easy so yeah, yeah cool. i can't imagine doing anything else i mean literally <laughs> the first time i stepped on stage i was three mm-hmm. and i know oh, they were yeah. around they were around the same age it was almost that's, like a domino effect you know yeah. cody saw keith do that's it first true. and then chris saw cody mm-hmm. then I kind of stepped in a little later, but I was three. So I mean, I literally have never done anything else my entire (laughs) life. I can't imagine not having this calling on my life. I sang the B-I-B-L-E on one of dad's solo records when I was 16 (laughs) months old. It's so true. I got to beat. You didn't get to beat on that one. You got to beat. The first cut, come on, that's awesome. I don't remember it, but I, I did it. It's, it's archived. It's been downhill since then. That was the peak. Yeah, that that's was right. the peak. Yes. You started with a solo career. That's right. Oh, yeah. I've been a vocal. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So talk about your dad's calling, obviously, was for an evangelistic uh, outreach kind of thing. What were those songs like versus, you know, maybe leading worship at a church or... What did you guys find yourself yeah. singing? Yeah. He got his influences from many different places, mm-hmm. uh, genres, Christian genres, uh, yeah. and that kind of birthed the same kind of love for multiple genres as far in his in his kids. Yeah. Um, mid, from all the way from Mid South Boys to Stephen Curtis Chapman to uh, Jeff and Sherry Easter, cathedrals. Uh, the cathedrals. I, I mean, he it's and a wide range. Yeah. He learned him. He taught himself to play the guitar because of Jimi Hendrix. He wanted to be that. That's true. And he, he well, he's a left-handed man, yeah. and he. He didn't own a guitar, and he had to learn how to play the guitar on a right-handed guitar. So if y'all know anything about guitars, he literally just flipped it. And the big E string is on the bottom. Yeah. And so he is strumming up like this. And his G looks like this. His D's over the front. Very little people know Jimmy had him restrung. Yeah. So it just looked weird. He right. was actually left handed. Right. Dad, Dad, Dad's is, actually yeah, weird. Dad's <laughs> actually <laughs> he's actually that. <laughs> yes, so that's actually. our biggest musical influence. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, but, but yeah. Wow. So I don't know if that answered your question, but a very wide range mm-hmm. genre yeah. as far as Dad's feel and, and taste and his music. And it's, it's come down to his kids. And that's how we love. We love any kind of Christian mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully, as you guys know, mm-hmm. uh, what you do, that, that new Christian music is in a completely different spot than it was even. 50, 40 years ago, oh, there's so much yeah. more to, to offer mm-hmm. yeah. for any yeah. person that mm-hmm. would love to, that would, has found Christ and would love to hear music, any taste. That's uh, true. So God's really opened a whole lot of doors for that. We're thankful yeah. to listen to all of it. Yeah. yeah. So for you guys, who do you find is, is your audience? Because you're labeled Southern Gospel. I think a lot of people imagine people... Four guys standing with the tie. Right, right. right. <laughs> uh, upgrade from the barbershop, maybe. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. but in listening to your music, it's so relevant. Yeah. Like, And so, like, who, I mean, who's your audience, I guess, or who you're connected to? Well, uh, we felt like it's very important. I think one of the biggest pillars of our ministry is to always be based in the local church. 
uh, because the mm-hmm. church will never go anywhere yeah. as long yeah. as as long as we're on this earth, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and so that that's the most important label that we can have is as long as we're based in the local church. We absolutely love Southern gospel music. We love the fam- the family atmosphere. Yeah. So many peers, and we we I mean literally, there's so many heroes of ours that have blazed a trail for us, mm. uh, that have that have laid the path for us, and and it's really through a lot of Southern gospel artists that and I'm saying that in so. Um, I don't know. With our age, you know, I think uh, our age has a lot to do with how, you know, we could kind of bridge gaps and generations. um, And we want to do that also. We love the old style of Southern gospel music. And we love, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever God is allowing us to do here and and now. So uh, whatever that is, you know, we're just, we're thankful for it. And we're thankful to sing, you know. Uh, wherever God opens the doors. And we, we wanted to curate music that is authentic to our, as Keith said, age, but also ourselves because, as Keith said, we do have so many different influences that we've yeah. listened to growing up that we don't mind, you know, and we can get away with some more progressive sounds because of our age. So that's, yeah. we take advantage yeah. of that and we like yeah. it. Yeah. And because of that, we get to sing to all ages and that's very cool that's exactly right and i mentioned that we do some revivals with dad so that allows you know a sunday through wednesday revival for us to see those youth groups every night you know for those four days in a row get to get to know them and interact with them and worship with them every night you get to know like know their names and you know what they love so that's really fun i love that Mm -hmm. about what we do absolutely well it seems like you're almost ambassadors for a whole genre of music that maybe people don't even know about because wow. you know the more you get into the southern gospel mm. and the more you know about harmony and singing like, it's very impressive um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like sure. do you guys get fans that contact you later and be like oh, who do i listen to or oh yes yeah. absolutely yeah well yeah. because we live in texas and you know the 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 hotbed i would say of southern gospel music and really christian music is probably even further east from texas yeah. you know southeast and all that yeah. at least where everybody lives and so not a lot a lot of groups and ministries go out to texas a whole lot at least yeah. And so we're able through uh, the non-densed um, uh, or, or uh, we do, non, oh, not, yeah, non-saturated areas that we live in in Texas to where we can go to these churches, like Katie said, and, and expose yeah. them to our genre uh, and whatever awesome. you know, whatever we, we are. And then as far as Southern gospel artists, you know, you know who you know who who we listen to. If we yeah. liked you, who else would we listen to? And, uh, and so we're, we're thankful to, to, you know, bridge the gap and, you know, have, expose, you yeah. know, a lot of a lot of people to, to what we do and, and what other ministries do yeah. also. That's cool. Well, I checked out your latest video of y'all singing in a hallway with some colored lights. <laughs> talking yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was fun. So was we fun. covered um, one of our favorite Christian artist songs called Nobody by Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. That's our new single, our current single, actually. We did a really fun music video. We actually filmed it here in Nashville at a warehouse. Yeah. Yep. It was yeah. super, right. super fun. Got some crazy lights in it. Yep. Um, you find it on YouTube, but it's really, right. really fun. And Keith picked the song. Uh-huh. Keith uh, was actually drawn to that song more than anyone. It's a great song, and it's from an album that we just released at the end of 2020, but uh, the album is entitled uh, Favorites on Repeat, so it's a collection of songs that we were raised listening to, and or songs like a new, that's a new one, nobody. Yeah, that's the one really, one that's today's generation of songs. All the other songs on the record are songs that we grew up listening to Mm -hmm. that helped shape our love for Christian music and gospel music. Uh, from Stephen any Curtis genre, Chapman, yeah, yeah, Sandy Patty, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Phillips, Craig and Dean. Wow. Uh, yeah. why, uh, awesome. The Hip Hills, oh, yeah. uh, the Hensons, Hensons. So, some Catching Crowns. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, well, I find it amazing that so many times people's remakes of songs can be so popular. You get on yeah. YouTube and it's yeah. oh, yeah. people's covers and 
adding their own flavors to it. Right. And, oh yeah. And there's a lot of our generation that had never heard Phillips Craig and Dean do favorite right? song of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And That's then uh, the Great Adventure. We cut the Great Adventure by oh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, that's and such. Our generation did they, never heard. They thought it was a new song. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, no, no, no. You need to go hear Stephen Curtis Chapman sing it. That's awesome. So literally save your soul, man. That's yes. awesome. Yes. That is good stuff. Oh. Well, we're excited to hear you guys sing. Guys, give, give us a few numbers. Yes. Let's, Let's, try. Do Let's try. Let's do it. What is the power that can bring dead to life? How can the darkness ever turn to light? How can a shattered heart be whole again? And the dream you thought was over suddenly begins. That's the power of an empty tomb. That's the miracle that love can do. And broken lives are mended just like a new. That's the power of an empty tomb. That's the power of an empty Where is the healing for a desperate world today? Where is our refuge when we feel so afraid? How can the lost be found and taken in? For there'll be no condemnation waiting there for them. That's the power of an empty that's the miracle that love can do. And broken lives are mended just like new. That's the power of an empty tomb. That's the power of an empty tomb. There are no chains to bind us anymore. There are no shackles and no prison doors. While we were sinners, so Christ was crucified. And now he finally holds the keys. And death is finally died. Yeah! That's the power of an empty tomb. That's the miracle that love can do. Broken lives are mended just like new. That's the power of an empty tomb. Oh, that's the power of an empty tomb. Broken lives are mended just like new. That's the power of an empty I one time, <laughs> mid song, dropped the mic, and you're in the second verse. I remember that. Walked straight off stage. Perryton, Texas. Perryton, Texas. Panhandle, Texas. And vomited. Oh, that was, yes. That's, that's, <laughs> I thought that was, that was a better word. Oh, that's terrible. But I figured that would have been a better word than what you were. I was going to try to be nice about it. Yeah. Yes, that's, 
Yeah. I got sick right there. You got sick. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was a sick set. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. A Good sick play set. on words. I have actually dislocated my arm <laughs> on stage and put it back in place yeah, while singing. Yeah, I went to help her True up. True story. And she said, don't get me up. My arm is something's wrong <laughs> with my arm. And I said, oh, well, okay, just tell me what I need to do. And she just straightened, straightened it, it in. And she said, okay, get, back she said get me up. I picked her up. We, I think yeah. it was like second verse and we yeah. just kept going. I, oh, I never missed a beat. But yeah. what happened was I, I wear really tall heels on stage when we sing because mm-hmm. they're also tall and I'm really short. Not really short, but I'm shorter, definitely. So I wear like really tall heels so I can blend in with them. Well, I rolled my ankle on one of the wires from our sound system mm-hmm. on stage. <laughs> Went mm-hmm. down, landed on my elbow, yep. and mm-hmm. that's kind of how it happened. But I will never, ever forget doing that on stage and still singing right yep. after. Didn't have time to cry. What a Didn't trooper. Have time. Yeah. You you're fragile me? and you're accident prone, yeah. so wearing those shoes is really it's a, bad idea. It's a hazard. Probably shouldn't tire them. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs>